Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, walk on the edge of damnation with Slavic as the storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. I'm not sure if any of you even remember what is happening, but the short and sweet of it is that our two heroes, anti-heroes, won't really call them hero anything right now, Brother Jan and Sir Reinhardt, have both made it to the city of Tabor. They have had some wins, had some losses, and they're slowly but surely starting to listen to the voices in their head. Now, Sir Reinhardt, he's currently on the road to Chernalhota, making his way there. Right now, he's setting up camp near a forest. Brother Jan, you have a much more comfortable sleeping arrangement. You are sleeping at your friend's Rudolf's house, who is a town council member in Tabor. Yes, yes, I am. And you slowly drift into the realm of dreams, Mm. both of you. Now, you both wake up, or you feel like you wake up at the same time. And, well, Sir Reinhardt, unfortunately, you are once again feeling a bit parched as the influence of a... You simply feel parched. You do not know why, but perhaps you'll soon find out. But you realize that you're not in a forest. And as you slowly open your eyes, you see a table. It seems like a table, but it also seems like a sort of platonic manifestation of a table. Like this is what a table should be, a large table. And on that table, there is a map. You can't really make out the details on this map. There's miniatures of soldiers and whatnot. And you realize this is a general's tent. And as you look around, you see several things. One, that by chain from your heart, you are tied to another thing to the left of you. Now, Belvis, describe yourself, please. I would say Belvis is a, a ball of fur, a hulking figure, of course, but covered in this super dark, almost reflective black fur. You can make out there are, you know, arms and legs, but the features of the arms and legs are very hard to make out under the fur. And it just seems like the face is just this wolf-like maw, these eyes almost like radiating out of this dark fur and two long goat-like horns. Also like dark grayish. Brother Jan, 
you wake up to much a similar scene. See the same table, the same map that keeps changing, and a similar chain. Agalas, please describe yourself. You see, it was almost like you see like a, almost like a pile of cushions in the area. You see a figure sort of just like draped over them. Like you could definitely tell, like you tell, like they're as very long limbs, sort of. It would seem like a heaviness to them every time they move slightly. And you could see it, it looks human ish, but the proportions are odd. And you can't quite, that you can't quite tell, like, what skin color it is. It's like almost shifting slightly in different shades. And you see, like, where the head is, you see it, it, it's sort of like a, just this dark, a dark curtain of hair that just sort of hangs over it. You can't, you can't really make out a face or anything like that. You just know there's the head there. I'm looking at that map. And I'm looking around the room, and I'm looking at him. Do I see Sir Reinhardt in the room, too? Yes, you do. You don't notice him at first. He At first, it's as if his face isn't entirely there, as if it's, like, obfuscated with a mist. But if you focus hard enough, you can actually see him. So the chain is from my heart going to this figure that is before me. And I'm staring intently at the figure for a second, I look at the map again real quick before I do my next move. Do I see anything solidified on the map? You feel like you recognize places that could be. Could be what? Sometimes you see Rome. Sometimes you see Prague. Sometimes the map is of places you've never heard of. And sometimes you see other cities. You are it, aren't you not? You are the one who has, who has tied me. To the infernal, aren't you? I have made no bonds. I just simply acknowledge their existence. Who has made these bonds then, demon? I do not know. So we both sit here in this strange place, and I look around with this strange map in front of me. And that man we have spoken about before sitting to my left, and you still do not know why we are here or how we are here. I do not know all things, and then they know many things then tell me demon tell me your roman spawn what is one of those things that you know is it one of those things you know what your end goal is what your purpose with me is because i think we are far enough now in our bonding for you to tell me what you want from me instead of hiding behind that oiled deceitful tongue of yours you show your true nature to me now show me your true motives you wish to know what i wish Yes, I wish to know that. And you see just like a hand, sort of like, you see like covered in like various like bits of jewelry and like gold rings and stuff. And it just sort of points directly at you. You want me? Is that what you want? The, the hand just retreats back into like the left on the pile of cushions and stuff. So why do you want me, Spawn? Do you want me because of the sword I wield with my words and my actions? Do you want me because you tremble before me? Like you type tremble before a god? I want your flesh. It feels. It tastes. My flesh tastes nothing. All it tastes is the movement and motivation and wants revenge and justice. That is what you deny yourself. I do not deny so myself. You deny. I oh, do I, not deny. I deny myself. Do you not see those who have rose to the cause? Do you not see how my words lash out and cause damage against the heathens of the Romans? Do you not see the masses that I that I move 
with a dedication and a purpose that you or your kind haven't even been able to do. You tried to tempt one man. I changed the trajectory of many men to one cause. You want a selfishness. You want nothing but to feel. I want nothing but to change. You have not shown me that. This map, and I just kind of like wave my hands at the map. What does this map mean, demon? You try to tempt me with more? You try to tempt me with what I can accomplish? Tell me, enough of the foolery, enough of your sly tongue and your rings and your gold. You look like that fat pope that sits on that throne trying to guide our lives. Be out with it. <laughs> There's a question in there. <laughs> this map right here. Look, this is the Hussite movement. I point out some cities. This is after the Hussite movement. The cities disappear. This is the Holy Roman Empire. I pound at Rome and the Vatican and point in the surrounding area. Are you this thing's master? No, I don't think so. There's one thing I had left to point out. This is after the Holy Roman Empire. And again, I point out cities disappearing, landmarks changing. So what are you trying to tell me, Thing? What do you want me to accomplish? You tell me that the Holy Roman Empire will end? Is that what you tell me? Yes, and it's irrelevant to you. It's irrelevant? So now you're trying to change my goals. You're trying to change my passion. Is that what you want? Sir Reinhardt, at first you're not really sure what's happening. You feel something like the buzzing of flies in two other nondescript creatures sitting across the table from you with a similar chain there. But after the creature chained to you starts talking, the creatures start becoming more clear. And you see Brother Jan and another creature. I roll my head from side to side, almost like I'm waking up out of like a deep slumber and just my senses are pretty dull. I like the only thing that I'm like mainly perceiving is just like this earnest thirst for something. Are my hands free? Yes, they are. Um, I start exploring my face, try to wipe the sleep and dust from my eyes and get a better look at what I'm seeing because I know in my heart that this is a dream or that this is this can't be because I'm I'm on the road. I I'm not it. And then I look down and notice this chain in my heart, and then I start basically manipulating some of the links in my hands and like look at the horror as it's going like into my chest and then I look up and I see brother Jan and it's it's weird because I see like this massive gash in his face has been healed somewhat and I'm I'm looking across and I, I see these two figures but I turn and I, I look and see uh brother Jan again and like just filled with this fury because I, I don't know how long I, I've been here. Like, uh, I feel like lots of time must have passed because or else, how else would this scar have healed? And I, I look, you, you, what have you done to me? I turn and look and I kind of smirk at him. Are you ready to slap me for a fourth time? You think that's going to fix something, your anger again? I struggle forward. Am I able to move, Storyteller? You are, but you notice that your movements are slow or seem a bit slower than usual and you realize that you are in fact in in your armor but so is brother Jan you can't see the heraldry it seems similar to the map it's like there's a shadow over it it keeps changing 
sometimes to this symbol, sometimes to another symbol. Have you not realized that again? We, both you and I, are face to face, awoken in an area that we do not remember coming to, Sir Reinhardt. Sir Reinhardt is boiling in anger. He, um, he has no idea where he is, what's going on. He sees there's two other figures, but they're, they're still really cloudy in his mind. And the only thing like that's clear in front of him is this man who seems bold and determined to frustrate him at every turn. So Sir Reinhardt like, launches himself at him. Uh, I breathe out loud and I look at Hegelos and Bilvis. You wish to talk, but you let things and I motion as he's moving all slow like this happen. As you lunge forward, Sir Reinhardt, you feel a chain stopping you. Ugh! And then Sir Reinhardt falls to the ground and just like grasps at his chest. And he's trying to like go through like the next slot in his armor to kind of feel the chain itself to see if it's actually like connected to his flesh or if it's just connected to the suit of armor. You feel like you're almost touching your heart. Like you can feel the beats. So Reinhardt goes cold and like his eyes are just like huge at this point, just trying to take in everything. And the other uh, entities in the room would probably see like for the first time fear in Sir Reinhardt's eyes. So it dawns on you, Sir Reinhardt, the situation that you find yourself in along with me. And then, it- as you says this, you know, you know, Hagalas, you see, you feel like your suit of armor, it sort of like starts to like, Chaining it into like this fine, soft clothing, clothing like like silk. You've never felt like that such, you know, delicacy. And then you feel like you know, you start to like rise up like a throne, almost seems you're like put you up above Sir Reinhardt. And you hear the voice Hagalas, yes, yes. See how he looks beneath you on his on his hands and knees before you. See we- how you are higher than him. See how much you could have. How much you could feel. I look perplexed at this. And I'm looking down and I say, you may look down at me, Sir Reinhard. But I remind you again that we find ourselves in a similar situation before. I look down at the map. I look at Bilvis and Hegelofs and be like, so why are we here again with you? And real quick, storyteller question. Would it be reasonable to assume that Brother Jan has like put two and two together that, that Bilvis is tied to Sir Reinhard and that Obviously, like high gloss is tied to me. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes sense. Okay, I don't want to like. But game. yeah, but... You, you have difficulty making build this out. Okay, like you can see the chain, but you're not mm. sure what it looks like. Okay, so I look up at Sir Reinhard, and I'd be like, "Let me guess, servant of God." I say that with a little sarcasm in my voice. After that night, where you found your hand coming across my face three times, thinking it would silence me, you befriended someone, someone who promised you things, told you they would do things, and you thought, sure, without even questioning. Sir Reinhardt just like is the is staring blankly up at uh um brother Down. and he starts to perspire a bit and like you could see like a huge lump forming in his throat and there's like a, a small little whimper and then I look around and um try to perceive like what's going on i i I hear these voices brother jan's the only one i have a good uh indication on for and i say bilvis yes help help don't loosen the the chain it would be probably the end of your existence you two here have 
the rare opportunity for a mortal soul of clairvoyance, but it it is not uh, for the faint of heart. Oh, do tell. So, Reinhardt, what do you wish of me? I, I, and so Reinhardt is still kind of like, kind of fondling the links on his chains. I, 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 I don't know. Why are we, why are we here? We are here, Sir Reinhardt, because we gave in to temptation. That's why we are here. You, because of your quest for power, and me, because of my quest of justice. It's so funny how, like outside of this room, you still look down at me and still do not realize that above me, yet like you are now, you draw more fire from the enemy than I do. And I look away from him and I look at the two. So speak your purpose. You tempt us with these insights and clairvoyance. You show us maps and tell us about empires that will rise and fall and cities that will still exist and say none of it matters. And what matters? What matters, you spawn? You say you want the flesh. You can get the flesh from anyone. You can get the flesh from those I'm sure are willing to give their souls for anything that you give. Yet you are tied to us. And I jangle the chain. You say, demon, that if he removes his chain, his existence ends. But I say, what if I remove the chain from you? Does your existence end? All right. Yeah, that if he, if he tries to like, you know, touch the chains, then you suddenly find that Brother Young will find his arms just sort of like, like, like he. Like a, like, a, like a magnet. Like he can't quite put his hands on them. It's like just something keeping his hands away from the chain. So I'm enslaved. That is what you tell me. But then you say that you need something from me. So speak of it. Be clear. I already have. You want and then my... you see like at the table, like, you know, just piles of food comes up. You see like women appear at your size and, you know, various people like genders and stuff. They, they sort of like, I'll just sort of like circle around you. It's just like, all that the world has to offer, all that the flesh has to offer. That's just does, what I want. Does Sir Reinhardt uh, see the food and, I'm assuming, beverages as well, uh, filling the table? Yes, he does. And uh, slowly, as the conversation goes on, the sort of haze that Sir Reinhardt is in is starting to lift. Sir Reinhardt, not even thinking, kind of like forgets all predation and makes his way to the table and grabs for a wineskin and tries to empty it into his mouth to satiate his thirst. So this map, and I again motion to it, was your point to tell me if kingdom's falling? Or is there somewhere that you want me to go? I do not care where you go myself, but if you, but it would be advantageous for all if we were to stick together, I believe. And these like gestures towards the other two figures. Imagine what you could do with another servant at your side. One who could kill the Catholics for you. One with the powers of the Inferno. And all the while you sucker the fruits of your labors. As all man should. They labor so they may, that may reap their rewards. Is that truly so terrible a thing? Storyteller, is there any role that I can do to break myself from this dream? Like, I, like I, I can see him getting up right now and just like, you know what I mean? Like, trying to snap us. If there isn't, that's fine. But no, not in particular. I'll let you, you know what? I'll let you roll straight up willpower and you'll see what happens. <laughs> One success. You almost feel like you see something behind the the sort of mist that everything in here is covered in but before that happens 
you snap back to your senses and unfortunately you are still where you were before. I stand up angrily and I go up to the table and I take the map. Can I pick up the map? You try to put your hands on the map and it's like, it's like as if it's made of some sort of gas. It's just, Hmm. Was the table? (laughs) Touch it. My hand was Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like that. Or maybe more like parts of the map disappear where you put your hand, but once you put it back, the map reforms itself. Am I able to step on the table? Yes. So I step onto the table and I try to get like to where I can confront Hegelos while he's floating there. And I'm like righteous right now. Like my anger is starting to fume up in me. And I look at him and I keep my voice very like firm and low, but I'm like not screaming. And I look at him and I'm like, you are a fool. That is why you find yourself trapped in a page. You wave women and men and food around me. And yet you know nothing of what I am, demon. Wave in front of me something that I want, something that will change what I want. And if you want to start somewhere, help me remember my life before this scar that you are making disappear. But if you sit here and you wave to me food and you wave to me wine and swill like that type, and I motion to Reinhardt enjoys, you will get nothing from me. So if we are done here, awaken me. Let me go about my day where you will be in my head as you have been, and we can continue this conversation. But for now, I am over these games, and I am filled with the Lord's righteous anger. You do not want that directed towards you, Hegelas. Let me awaken. So you wish to remember that before the scar? Yes. Very well. And you see, like, he just waves his hand, and I don't know how this is going to go, storyteller. And before anything happens, a man enters the tent in much the same armor that Sir Reinhardt and Brother Jan are wearing. He sort of slams his chest. General Jan, General Reinhardt, the troops are ready. I drop the wineskin. My mouth is kind of open. He does not seem to care. Uh, Good. Ready for what? And the person leaves the tent. Bilvis, what what, what is this? Jan, you feel a growing headache inside you. I... Rub my head slowly, and I go step off the table, and I go sit back down, and I assume that something is going to come crashing into my head as I sit there and prepare myself as I start rubbing my scar. It, it's 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 a dull pain, a slow pain, but you feel like it's coming, but you're not sure when, like it's going to hit you at some point. I'm going to get up and start pacing. If it's wherever the space, you know what I mean? The chain lets me go. I'm going to start rubbing my head and my skull, and I'm just going to look down at the ground. Like, like I'm just... Not to be lewd, but almost like a build up to an orgasm. Like I'm sitting there just like walking back and forth. Just like, I know it's going to be coming soon, but I'm just like, it, but not in a good way. Like I'm apprehensive yeah. about it. I'm like, no, almost it's, like, it's, it's like a sense of impending doom or something, but you're not really sure if it's going to be a minute or an hour or maybe a day. Oh Jesus. So like, I have the sense of anxiety, like starting to build up yeah, inside of me. Exactly. Oof. Yeah. And I'm just going to. I get. I, I would say at this moment, like Jan would probably lose himself to it. Like he's lost himself to like religious fever before, you know what I mean? And just like, he's just gonna, I would say for like the rest of the scene, he's probably just going to be like pacing and just high strung and walking back and forth and not even trying to have a conversation at this moment because he's just anticipating right now. And sorry, Sir Reinhardt, you wanted to say something before. Yeah. Bilvis, what is this? And I take a step closer to the table 
indicate the map and then indicate the direction of the man that entered and left. It's your true calling, both of yours, actually. This man doesn't seem to take it well. I'm not sure what you will do, but you will move people. You will do great things. How? How? What is my purpose? And Sir Reinhardt stares down at the table and tries to, like, glean something out of the map. To inspire people and to make a movement. A movement? Of, of what? For what purpose? Your movement. I, my, and Sir Reinhardt kind of just like eases up from the table and just like licks his lips and like intensely like he tried to like drown his thirst and wine and just all it did for him was run him out of breath. But, but how do I do it? One step at a time with me by your side and with Brother Jan along your side. That Crichton? You two have been brought together. It was not by my choice. Sir Reinhardt crosses himself. Yes, it is. It must be God's will. It's the only explanation. What must I do? You have to follow your heart, your desires. You have you have the true knowledge already inside you, but you need to grasp for it every day. Sir Reinhardt touches again the chain coming out of his chest, but this time... More gingerly, uh, not trying to struggle it, struggle with the, it or remove it, more just sort of like acknowledge its presence. The chain turns into like a uh, rose, yeah, a rose vine. You can touch it very gingerly. There's thorns around it, though, looking menacingly, but also little like wild rose petals in a soft white and pink. So Reinhardt touches it um, some more and like tests the thorn against his thumb. And I, I raise my head and try to behold the, the figure of Bilvis or what I'm assuming is Bilvis. And you, you could see like there's like tears coming from his eyes at this point. Here, take your sword. And Bilvis points either to, he probably has it on him with his armor, right? And a scabbard. If this is my armor and my set up probably but storyteller is this my armor or has it been altered at all well it does have the nondescript heraldry but it does look like your armor in a sword in or your sword in a sheath appears on your, by your side i with my left hand hold the uh, scabbard to my leg and then draw the blade the feeling of the the sword reassures you it gives you that mood of stepping onto a battlefield as a knight that has an army behind him, the will of God on his side. It reassures you that you are powerful, you're protected, and you will lead the way. You feel winds, wind from the outside, like a howling gale, and the tent is sort of ripped open. And outside, you see an army. Now, you're not sure how many there are from the tear in the fabric, but there must be thousands. I wonder if that is our army. I wonder if they're truly ready, as the man proclaims. Ready for what? I'm not sure, but I will do what must be done. It is my destiny. As the tent is ripped open, you know, Hagalas will whisper to Brother Jan, Look! Look upon an army of for your 
for your crusades. What? What? And I'll turn around and I'll look all like eyes wide open, just like kind of stare at it, like my face leaning towards it more than my body. Now kind of just like like looks like I'm full of electricity almost right now. Like every nerve is firing at 100%. I look, turn, and I, I'm like staring through the tent opening. I look back at him and I just keep rubbing my head and I look down. And I keep like pacing the ground. What? What? Why, why an army? Why an army? When does this happen? What is happening to me right now? It is a vision of things to come. What? You say that nothing, my movement means nothing, and cities will stand and fall when my bones are dust. Oh, oh, but there is time before that. Before you are dust, you will lead armies. Will my name be remembered? What is my name? What is my true name? Your true name is what you choose it to be. You are now your brother Jan, but soon it could be General Jan, Crusader, Prophet. Leader of the holy armies. What do you get from this war that you want? What is it that you get? My flesh? Is that I merely get yes, I merely get to help you in achieving what your goals are. You still treat me as if I'm a child, yet you give me an army to play with as a toy. You think children's answers will suffice, yet you think I can accomplish a movement. You need to give me the truth, like you are giving me my past. Will my past even be the truth, or will my truth only be my future? As I said before, the truth of the thing can change. Ultimately, the truth is what you make of it. I sum up all my righteous indignation, and I storm forward towards the opening to see what lays out there beyond the veal. Out there, you go near the tear, and as you get closer, the tear gets bigger and bigger until the tent dissolves entirely into mist and you're left in the middle of a, a huge army, an army you've never seen before, even as you were part of wars before. There must be 100,000 men, maybe more. I look up into the skies. What do, what do the skies look like right now? The skies, the skies, they look blue, but not in the blue you remember. They're more like sort of a green blue color turquoise and they have the same quality that the tent had and you see figures walking among the army with wings of pure light i'm standing and just kind of like turning in a circle looking around do i see sir reinhard mm-hmm. yeah he's he's there right right there with you when this is happening before you, before the army, is a massive city. Now, it's hard to figure out what city this is as the buildings keep changing. And sometimes, sometimes they're like, they look like Rome, sometimes like Prague. Sometimes they have these shapes that you've never seen before, but maybe Sir Reinhardt has heard of the mosques. I look, I, w- I would think, okay, let me ask, with my politics of four and church and my, I would say that I can tell signs of like, that this is like somewhere probably by the Holy yeah, Land. You can, you can, you can yeah. pick out like the religious symbols, I say. So I know crusades too. And I'm just kind of like stopping for a second. I'm looking at that and I turn around and I look at Reinhard and then I look for Hagalos. Do I see Hagalos? I'll say you see almost like a shadow of him. 
Okay. I turn around and I look at Reinhardt and I walk up to him. I'm just going to look up to him. And for a second, I'm going to let him look at me and I'm going to look at him. And then I'm going to say, when you awaken, find me. You know where I'm at. You know where I stay. Find me and we will talk. And I turn around and I walk off without waiting over a response. I'm sorry. He's rude. <laughs> and I'm just like, Hegelos, awaken me. For the Lord is a Lord of war. And I am his tool. Let's get this going then, if this is what you wish. As I start walking towards the city. Hugglass, you can wake him up if you want to. Standard terms and conditions apply. (laughs) (laughs) Check the box. (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah, you can wake up. Okay. Can I say out of character what has changed in Brother Yon to kind of get some insight? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, Brother Yon's in pretty much in shock. Or not in shock, but awaiting shock. He's anxious because of his memories coming back. But Brother Yon realizes that. <laughs> I don't want to sound counterproductive or whatever, but Brother Yon realizes that they're being ensnared right now. And they're being tempted with like some of the most outlandish things right now. You know what I mean? Like women, another fucking crusade to the Holy Land when Brother Yon's main thing is just wants to fucking get rid of the power of the church over, you know what I mean? His land right now. He realizes that he he's enslaved right now to like he's given to temptation and and no matter like what kind of tit for tat or I'll give you this you give me this or you give me that or give me this thing he realizes that he's damned pretty much right now or he's close to being damned and he wants to pretty much tell Reinhardt like we need to get our shit together and if we can stop ourselves from being damned fine and fuck these two things that are with us if not then we're damned and we go through but brother Jan, i mean like Jan's a complicated figure you know what i mean like Jan is this to go back to like the beginning of the story where just like kids killed a catholic squire Jan could have very well been like fuck him he's a catholic you know and he deserves to die and you guys did the right thing but he held him to this in his fucked up sense of right or wrong he held him to the same standards which he want the movement stood for you know right now and the last thing on brother Jan's mind right now isn't like leading the army to the holy land it's fucking getting rid of the corruption of the catholic church and letting the people the Hussite people be free to, you know, to worship in the way that they want to worship and, and, and to, to weigh what they believe in, in the correct way of worshiping is right now. So he's just realizing that he's probably damned right now. And he has either two options. One is to go along with it, which he may very well do. But another right now is feeling like, fuck these motherfuckers. And maybe, maybe he can't, you know, but he, in his head, the big indicator that there might be a small chance that he could rebel against this is the fact that they keep asking stuff from us, you know, and they keep needing stuff from us. You know, I want to live through your flesh. I, you know, I want to give this tis for tat instead of forcing them to go down this path, you know, to so that brother Jan, that means that there's this weird gap in between being fully committed to this shit and like a little chance of freedom it may very well fucking fail and he may very well or he may very well give into the temptation even more once his memories come back or or other things may happen but right now like he's just not like i don't know it's hard to explain he may, he'll go along probably he might even you know go do shit but like he's not completely sold in his head on board with this that's just because he's a stubborn man you know for whatever re- 16 year old man back then you know but he's a stubborn man at that time I hope that I, I hope that makes sense there, storyteller. It makes. And you, Sir Reinhardt, you see something different still. You see your brother Jan disappearing along with Aglas. And you see the scenery change, where instead there was one united army. You see them marshalling battle lines against each other. You see them splitting off. And then in a split second... You see the cavalry charging into each other, the knights slaughtering themselves, 
Such a waste. The sky's darkening. Instead of angels, there's devils running around. There seems to be blood falling from the sky. And then it all disappears. And a strange ball of light made out of eyes with circles around it says, be not afraid. And then you wake up. Uh, Sir Reinhardt is quite afraid. I inspect my surroundings. Where am I? You're back where you went to sleep. Uh, relatively safe with, uh, I assume, yeah, I, I'm not sure about your living arrangements. I'm not going to assume anything about how Rosa and uh, Martin sleep. I assume you took them with you. Yeah. yeah. You're on the road, exactly. But I don't know about your tent arrangements. Probably at this point, um, since we're the only three um, traveling, it'd probably be one of those um, conical tents with the pointed top. That's pretty typical of what knights um, used at the time. So Reinhardt would probably have a, a good half of the section while they probably were kind of um, pushed um, together at towards the door end. So Reinhardt, um, as he awakes, he, he noticed that he's been lying incredibly close to Rosa and um, is surprised to find his arm around her. Everything seems to be the way you left it. You notice that Martin actually got you some extra water from a nearby spring. Do I still feel thirsty? Oh, yes. Uh, so Reinhardt reaches for the wineskin and realizes it's pretty empty. So he'll, he'll finish it and then get the pitcher of water and pretty much drain most of that as well. I look around and poke my head out of the tent. What time of day or night is it? Uh, you hear birds chirping, but it's still dark outside, so it has to be very early in the morning. I'm going to ease myself out of the tent and try hard not to uh, wake the other two sleeping, and not because he doesn't want to like bother them, but more because he wants to kind of be alone and reflect on this dream, this vision that he's had. He's going to kind of uh, walk around and find some sort of uh, like spot where he feels a little bit more calm and sort of get down on his knees and start praying. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.